Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in shame and releasing shame from our body. Before we even start, I recognize that this is a challenging topic for a lot of people. And I've had people say, I don't have shame anymore. It doesn't happen. I guarantee you, we are all holding on to a piece of it. So first of what I'm going to do today is explain a little bit about what shame is and dive into it in more detail. And then I'm going to explain what tapping is. And I know we've done some tapping, But just explain a few things regarding shame and tapping. And if this exercise brings up some pieces for you, then that's okay. I want you to give yourself some grace because this is a challenging topic. And I like to tackle challenging topics. It's what we do. Because one of the themes that keeps coming up is people want to talk about holding more abundance, having more abundance, doing these things receiving opportunities, receiving all the things available. If we are holding on to stories that we feel deep down, we are not worthy of receiving, then what can happen is that's shame and we're feeding it. Or if we are ashamed of part of our past or ashamed of part of our investments and things that we've made and we've not made money or whatever, there's a lot of things that shame can be, then we won't hold abundance. We won't hold opportunities because we won't feel worthy of it. So that's the first thing that I want to say. So let's talk a little bit about shame. You know, we can't even have this discussion without bringing up Renee Brown. So there's going to be a few pieces of information that I want to share with you first. One of the things is, is that if we really get down to humans and what do we want, need, and crave, ask yourself that question. What do you want, need, and crave? It is almost always can be boiled down to security and safety. And that ironically, security and safety comes from within. It's a feeling of safety and security is a feeling of safe within self. And that means having quiet, safe, uninterrupted time with self, which for some of you, if you're a busy people, that might even just be uncomfortable hearing quiet time with self. That's just a, and I'm talking like quiet time, no social media, time away from everything, not looking for external validation, listening to what you need. And so ask yourself if that's something that speaks to you, because this definitely speaks to me. I went through a coaching session last, um, last week and my mentor said to me and boiled it down, like, what is it that you're craving? And I could feel the word security and security and safety come from within. So we are going to work on releasing some of these shame blocks by doing a tapping session to help you to work through this. So the first thing, shame loves secrecy, right? Shame is an intensely painful experience or feeling of believing that we are flawed 
And therefore, we are unworthy of love and belonging. It's an emotion that affects all of us, profoundly shapes the way that we interact with the world. Shame is focused on self. Guilt is focused on behavior. So shame is saying, I am bad. And guilt is saying, I did something bad. So when we talk about perfectionism, which happens a lot in this group and this space, because this is something I've shared with you that I have worked through and perfectionism is driving the wheel. When we think about perfectionism, the passenger is shame because shame is there hoping that nobody knows my backstories and nobody knows that I struggle with this. And in the back seat is fear. Fear is just afraid. I don't want anyone to know. So perfectionism is this layer that sits on top that we only want to show the world our best and we keep going until we reach our best, but we never actually reach our best because perfectionism is not real. We can't attain it. And so when we start to strip away the levels of perfectionism, we start to recognize that shame is actually there and has been there and is in the car with fear. So I just want to give you that background. There's a few more things I want to share with you about shame. So again, shame is I am bad. Guilt is I did something bad. So many of you, you will find that um, this is the feeling that this stirs up, right? Is like if something hurtful happens to you, do you look immediately go to like, I am obviously not deserving of that, or I deserve that behavior because of this, or why can't they just love me for how I am? Or why can't they just forgive me for the mistakes that I've made? And you might drop into constantly saying sorry and being in that space, people pleasing, lots of things. So this is going to stir up a lot of feelings. The difficult thing with vulnerability, it not difficult, but vulnerability is putting a voice that's sharing and allowing yourself to be seen. So you might look at, and I've actually had this said to me, I've shared this in a few posts and I've shared it on podcasts, is that people will admire that I am vulnerable and therefore I am strong. But it's funny because you might admire vulnerability in me, but you might see it in yourself as weakness. So when you see vulnerability in yourself as weakness, this is where shame comes into play. It's blocking you because you're judging yourself and that's what's keeping you in this space. So when you hear someone else share their story or tell their story, all of a sudden you no longer feel alone. And when you witness somebody giving like brave truth to their story, then your shame can dissolve. So this is why I'm so passionate about stories, because the more we can start to share our stories, the more we can recognize that we are not alone. The more we speak up about our suffering, the more we actually end the stigma and shifting the shame. We can no longer suffer in silence. So the more we heal, the less we, sh- the less shame we carry around these difficult topics. When you witness somebody giving truth to their story, your shame gets to dissolve. So very simply, we either feed the shame or we feed the story. We feed ourselves or we feed the shame. It's one of the two. And I spent years feeding the shame found this quote and I loved it. Hiding your truth is like living in your own self-inflicted prison. We all have shame stories. We all do, right? They're all, we have these stories of struggle, these stories where we feel like we failed. Maybe we weren't good enough. Whatever this is, these stories have a massive hold on us and we continue to feed the story. And when we do that, we keep it alive. When we hide it, we actually keep it alive. We carry armor and we protect ourselves so no one else can see who we are and what's going on in our life. We are feeding shame. We give shame its power by holding on to us, by not talking about the difficult things in life. 
We are feeding it. We are fueling it. We are keeping it alive. We are giving it all of our power. We are also then not letting that power come back to us to actually create the change in our own life. So we give shame that power. The only way to change the control that shame has in our lives is to actually give it a voice. When we give our story a voice, shame can't survive. When we don't need what we don't need in the middle of struggle, feeling the shame, we have to remember that we are human. Like we are human. We are imperfect people. All of us are. And so when we stop and go, okay, but I am human, that's the best that I could do. I can look back at things that I've done in my life. Okay, there was no manual. Did I do the best that I could at the time? The answer is always yes. Now I have more information, but I didn't at that time. So we have to remember that we are human and we are wired for struggle. It's going to happen in our lives, but we are also worthy of love and belonging connection. This codependent relationship that we have with shame is what keeps shame alive. And it blocks us from connections because you cannot get, you can't get to vulnerability without going through shame. You've got to be able to be vulnerable and like, here I am, see me as I am. Because when you do that, you now come through that it is like blocking the connections and the things that are available for you. Relationships, joy, fulfillment, all of the connections. It's like all of those beautiful things that we are all looking and searching for are literally right there at our fingertips. They're right there at our fingertips. So courage is so important when it comes to this talk on shame because courage gives us a voice and compassion gives us an ear. Without both, there is no opportunity for empathy and connection, none. So if we share our story with someone who responds with empathy and understanding, shame can't survive. So when I was first starting to share my story, I shared my story with many people who literally were not not the right people. I love them, but like not the right people. They were not somebody who could respond with empathy and understanding. There were people who would respond with, why don't you do this? Why are you doing it this way? That's not empathy and understanding. That's criticism and judgment. When you add judgment to shame, you keep it alive. You actually, what you do, somebody comes to you with a question like this and you add shame or you add judgment to it. That person will grab that armor and go, okay, I'm not going to ask that person again. I'm not going to ask that person again. Oh my God, how could I be so stupid? I'm not going to ask that person again. That's shame. When somebody comes to you vulnerably and says, I am really struggling with this. And you say, why are you doing it like that? That's ridiculous. You should be doing it like X, Y, and Z. That's how you do it. You are feeding shame. You are feeding shame for that person. You are keeping it alive. That is what it's doing. So being mindful of what shame is. There's not one human alive who is not feeling and experiencing this. There's just not one human alive. For some of us, we can recognize it and see it and then work through it. And some assume that's just the way life is. I guess this is my life. I guess this is how I live. I guess this is what I deal with. And shame dissipates when you give it a voice and you share that story with people who have deserved to hear that story. They've earned the right to hear that story. They have the ability to hold space for you with empathy and compassion. That's who you share it with. I know it's scary, but it has to become scarier to not be seen. It has to be scarier, become scarier to stay small and stuck. Allowing yourself to be seen is when all of this can change. And every time I think, okay, wow, where's that coming from? I'm like, oh shoot, that's shame again. That's shame. 
it is like, it is like the whack-a-mole. It rears its ugly head over and over and over and over and over. I just want you to get better at catching it and seeing it. So thank you for letting me share that energy on shame. And shame is a, it's a topic and a half. I'm just going to say that. I feel super called to share it. I am sending you so much love tapping. Tapping is one of my favorite things to do. If I can literally feel a change in my own body and anxiety levels drop. So I would love to know your takeaways on this and decide that shame does not have the power in your life. Whatever the story is, the story doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've given it power, it has power. So let's shift that power back to you in your own life so that you can create the change that you are here to create. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.